Welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Each day we'll look at a text from the weekly readings from the Westgate Church Bulletin. We will look at background material and also application of the text. So once again, welcome to the Illuminated Word Podcast. Our reading today comes from 1 John chapter 4, verses 1-6. through 6. In this passage, John is dealing with a church, and there are people coming to this church, and they're saying, okay, I'm a prophet from God. I have a message to give you. And John is giving them a litmus test, so to speak, on how to determine if this message is valid. Is it really from God? Is it really in from the Holy Spirit? And if you remember, Jesus even talks about this in the Gospels. He talks about that you will know a prophet or a teacher by their fruit. So there's this moral litmus test for someone that says, okay, I speak on the behalf of God. Their life should have fruit. Their life should have righteousness. But also there is a component of content of the message. What they're saying, does it line up with what's been revealed before? And that's what John is talking about today. These people are going out saying, okay, I'm a prophet. I've got an inspired message. And John is going to compare that to the authoritative apostolic message. And what I mean by apostolic, I'm talking about people like John. Those who he says earlier in chapter 1. In the very beginning, it says, we saw Jesus, we heard Jesus, we touched and felt him. We are the authentic apostles. We are bringing you the correct message of what to believe. So there was a lot of uh, competing ideas out there in the early church, and they're trying to sift through, okay, what is correct? What is true? Much like what we do today. You know, we read scripture and we try to determine, okay, what is right practice? What does God really want from us? What does God really want us to believe in? As you read scripture, you realize doctrine does matter. What you believe matters. Now, we're living in a time when people belittle that and, and really say, well, that's really not, not what's important. When people say that doctrine is not important, they've actually created a doctrine saying doctrine is not important. But it is important what we believe. It is important what we teach. And John makes this clear. Let's read uh, this short passage, John 4, verses 1 through 6. This is the English Standard Version. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone into the world. By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. And every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you heard was coming and now is in the world already. Little children, you are from God and have overcome them. For he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. They are from the world, therefore they speak from the world, and the world listens to them. We are from God. Whoever knows God listens to us. Whoever is not from God does not listen to us. By this we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. So you see this juxtaposition where you have these competing viewpoints. There's the spirit of error, and there's the spirit of God. And there's these false prophets, and of course if there's false prophets, there's true prophets. But here is the litmus test that we need to Think about for just a minute. John, this this probably older apostle at this point, he says, listen, if if a spirit denies, and in spirit, just think of this prophet that's speaking, and there's a, a synonymous here. It's synonymous, this idea of testing the spirits and these prophets. This mean, it means the same thing. It kind of throws us off and we're like, test the spirits. What does this mean? He's just talking about the teaching of these prophets that are going out. But but here's the kernel of truth. Here's what they must proclaim. If they are from God, they must proclaim that Jesus 
became in the flesh, and he is from God. Now, that's the theme this week we're talking about is who really is Jesus? I mean, when we think about Christmas in this time of year, that baby in the manger, where did that baby come from? The origin of Jesus of Nazareth. Is he really God with us? Is he Emmanuel? And we're being told here that we need to realize that Jesus really did have flesh. And and the reason for this, there were false teachers going around saying that some would say, well, Jesus adopted flesh at his baptism and became a person and then lost his flesh before the crucifixion. Um, All kinds of variations of this false doctrine. There's some of this around today where people would say that at some point Jesus shed his body. Now, they have issue with bodily resurrection, and they claim, well, Jesus' resurrected body was really not uh, corporeal or physical. Uh, And Scripture makes it clear there is physicality to the resurrected body of Christ. Now, here's something really important to to note, um, where it says, has come in the flesh for uh, people that are, are kind of theological nerds here that like this stuff. Has come in the flesh is this perfect active tense going on. It's actually a participle. Why that matters is it it is saying something to the effect of he became flesh and never stopped taking on flesh. Um, And that has huge implications for the ascension of Christ ascending back into heaven. Um, Is Christ, who's at the right hand of the Father, does he still have his resurrected body? Did humanity, in some sense, with Jesus Christ, in union with Christ, did he ascend to heaven with his body? And here it seems to, to say that that would be true in the Greek here. So that's an important side note. If you like that kind of deeper study, that's going on there in the text. And I also love this idea of this confession, confessing that Jesus Christ is from God, that he did come in flesh. And he uses this word, uh, homo login. And homo login would be, I uh, think of homo logon, uh, one word. Uh, the Ten Commandments are called the Decalogos, the Ten Words. So here's this one confession. This is a unified confession of faith that we all should make, that it is important that God became flesh and dwelt among us. Then he tells us some things that are encouraging, some things I think that we need to think about today. He said that God has overcome the world in some sense. Earlier in the final verse of chapter 3, He talks about this keeping his commandments and abiding in God, and God will abide abide in us, and God abides in us through his Holy Spirit. So this one, he says, he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. God is in us through the Holy Spirit. So there's this dwelling of the Spirit in our lives, and because of that, we have overcome the world. We have nothing to fear because God dwells within us. That's good news. That's really good news. So today, when we think of points of application, realize doctrine matters. What you believe matters. doesn't matter what the world tells you. It does matter what you believe. It needs to be based in truth. We need to have one confession that Jesus Christ is God in flesh who has come to us. And that is powerful stuff when you think about it. He came to redeem humanity, the incarnation. He came to redeem matter and stuff. What was fallen has been reclaimed. And then through the Holy Spirit, we have one who dwells in us who's greater 
much greater than the evil one who is in the world. And we have nothing to fear because of that. With that in mind, let's go back and read our passage one more time as our custom. 1 John 4, verses 1 through 6. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. By this you know the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. And every spirit that does not confess Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard was coming and now is in the world already. Little children, you are from God and have overcome them. For he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. They are from the world, therefore they speak from the world, and the world listens to them. We are from God. Whoever knows God listens to us. Whoever is not from God does not listen to us. By this we know the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Well, I hope this reading has encouraged you this day. I hope you realize that studying scripture is important and knowing what we believe needs to be true, um, based on truth and reality. But also be strengthened to know that God has not left us as orphans in this world, but he lives in us and abides in us through his Holy Spirit. Well, this is truly good news. I pray that you have a blessed day from here on out and hope to see you back for our next episode.